1: welcome to the shutdown full cast we're reviewing week two and we have uh, many many things to talk about despite believing that coming into week two we would have very little to talk about as usual we were incorrect upsets near upsets mediocrity excellence the entire booyah base that you have come to expect from a weekend of college football all present here joining us the introductions are repetitive but necessary i'm spencer hall i Editor at large for SB Nation and uh, creator and editor of Every Day should be Saturday. Can we uh, make joining that editor
0: the... at 200 to 700 pounds? Editor,
1: yes, ed- editor at uh,
2: uh, questionably large.
0: Yeah, editor yeah, at I, o- o- Old Navy large.
2: Editor,
1: editor yeah. at vaguely large. Old Navy large, which may fit anything <laughs> from small pot-bellied pig to tapir. It could fit anything <laughs> in between. Joining me from Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, hey Jason Kirk, editor of uh, our college football side at SB Nation. Uh, what were you doing yesterday?
2: Uh, well, I was watching the end of Texas Tech, Arizona State. Um, that was when college football started yesterday, right? That was that was all yep. I saw.
1: Yep, that's that's all you saw. Every game involves giving up 400 rushing yards.
2: Yep. Yeah, I, uh, we, we did a little, little coverage experiment. We mentioned it on the last podcast, but I, I sat out this Saturday, took one for the team, um, wanted to be there, had, had no intention of being anywhere else. But, you know, we, we just, just, just to try this out, we would let the young folks run the, run the show for a Saturday. I went, I went to a music festival. It happened to be Dungeon Family Reunion. Um, they happened to bring out Bone Crusher and Killer Mike and T.I. and Erica Baidu. Uh, and, and, you know, it, I, I sure I endured that. That's fine. That's fine.
1: Couple, a couple um, questions I'm going to ask them real quick. One, they had everyone present for liberation, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. did they did. Did you cry?
2: Uh, no, I'm going to be real honest. I, I don't remember the last time I cried. Um, I almost cried during Black Ice. I, I've seen that song. I've seen him do it three times now. This one, I don't know. It almost got me. I almost cried in public uh, Black Ice when, when, during Andre's verse, which is probably my favorite 30 seconds of music ever. But uh, that was the closest I got.
1: Okay, that's great. That's not college football, but I'm glad you did it. Uh, Ryan, Nanny, joining us from beautiful... Brooklyn, New York, Uh, how are you?
0: I'm good. I'm fine. I didn't do any of that. I I sat on the couch next to Dan Rubenstein, and we watched. I mean, is it wrong that I look at at what happened on Saturday, and I say, yeah, there was a lot of exciting games? That's because a lot of teams played like shit. Question,
2: Ryan, when you sat down next to Dan and you watched Kentucky play
0: football, did you cry? No, no, it was, I mean... Why would I cry at something that's been happening for 29 years? Like, that's like saying, do you, you know, those people who are like, oh, you should, every day is a blessing. Like, you can't live that way because you just sort of have to establish your bare minimum and, and take life's ups and downs from there. And Florida's bare minimum yeah, is beating which, Kentucky. Bad years, good which, years, doesn't matter. We beat Kentucky. Did you, did you, did you not, though? Okay. Now, I will tell you this. Okay. You and
1: I, we're at this point, We've developed an, an an adult allergy. You know when somebody accidentally just becomes randomly mm-hmm. uh, like provoked by the presence of watermelon. I, th- I think of it right? as a, like, I think of this oh, as a no.
0: protective exoskeleton we've developed. But I get what you're saying. Go ahead. Sure, sure. We've got a
1: callus, okay, mm-hmm. and that cal- that callus has been worn thick and hard against the notion of hope that anything will ever change or improve. Yeah, it's a protective instinct and i think a really good one however watching florida play kentucky yes in the 330 slot on cbs with vernon gary because it was that kind of like sort of
0: really that kind of scheduling week for the sec
1: (laughs) yeah it was not a good one (laughs) but watching florida actually this is the thing if you're a good team you will not only beat bad teams you will annihilate them in a surgical fashion and this is one of the first times like maybe since the old Miss game last year when I can say this was clinical. This wasn't even personal. We are, the, Florida ran the ball is very bad. I know against I guess, guess against a deplorable Kentucky team, but all I can ask of you is that you take a very bad team and you don't let them make you look very bad. And Florida, fingers crossed and I am no I am cursing the wrath of an angry god that hates me and wants me dead. But Florida looked okay. They looked okay. <laughs> <laughs> Big stuff. I mean, they, they uh, look, as I they understand more, it. They
0: looked more than okay. They had as many no, interceptions no, as Yo, Kentucky. Brian, what are you doing? No, what I... I, doing? I, Kentucky might just be ass. Kentucky might just be a hot Oh, steaming... man, that Kentucky team is... Yeah, yeah but hard. what was it? What, 45-7? That's what happens 45-7. when ass
2: runs into okay.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean... You say that, but Florida l- struggle with UMass, which literally is ass. yeah. Okay,
2: UMass is good. Okay, <laughs>
0: I guess I yeah, guess when no, you, you combine know, Miami and you ass, ass, you get UMass. So. UMass is not
2: good. I'm sorry. What, now was this the game? I, I saw some tweets. Um, Vern was like just openly bored with this game.
1: It, he basically asked for stories. He said if you could just email some stories in. <laughs> this
2: sounds stuff. like the, the the 1980s Braves. Uh, broadcast on TBS where whichever <laughs> whichever IP Perry, I can't remember which one, would just, just openly trashing the Braves and their sponsors and just hey, Don
1: <laughs> Let's go to hey Don Sutton, why don't you tell us about your favorite motels in St. Louis and the St. Louis metropolitan area? Yeah.
0: It was bad. I it, mean, was that, Ver, it was Vern that was, bad. Vern was on air saying, "Oh, if anybody can send me illegal streaming links to the new <laughs> Star Trek movie or even hell, even Independence Day resurgence, I'll take it."
2: who's got the link to the CM Punk fight
0: <laughs> that at least was short Kentucky <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: I was gonna say man that was over in oh, two minutes it
0: was as competitive but brief let me
1: let us let us praise a few people and say a couple of things about people who look really good Luke del Rio, Luke del Rio. You look good man you threw for 320 yards I didn't know we had that many
0: yards yeah uh Luke del Rio threw a lot of a lot of deep balls that you know how there are a lot of college football quarterbacks who are like, "I should throw the deep ball because that's a thing," and then it's just like, "All right, well, you, the deep part you got not so much the where it was supposed to go or catchable or anywhere in bounds." Um, Luke Del Rio actually has a little bit of touch when he throws the ball downfield.
1: He does. <laughs> I was stunned. By the way, did you did you react like I did when you saw a competent deep ball? Which was on the couch, bolt up and say, What is that? Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Can't it was real, we It was real weird. Yeah. I was
0: stunned. Um, I didn't know I didn't know that was legal. Yeah. We're gonna talk are we really gonna talk this much about this game? It just seems unseemly. Is, this, this is
2: a this is a Kentucky football podcast. Hi, if you're just now joining us. We're Boy. each week we gather to talk for one hour about the latest Kentucky game. Welcome to Blue. Uh, Welcome next, to Blue Bayou. Yeah. <laughs> Blue B- Why B- is B- the bayou in the name? I'm not sure. BBN B- here popular I term for-
1: We're Kentucky B- B- here. I just gotta I just gotta get this off my chest. Mitch Barnhart and Mark Stoops, they're out of excuses, they're out of time.
2: That might we need true. to get <laughs> Coach Cal in here to take uh, over this program. That might be true. Can I we let's
0: this. I wanna play a quick game of who does Kentucky play uh in the immediate future? Coming up, they are probably gonna get well, their first their first win against uh, New Mexico State. So that's fun.
2: Probably. New Mexico State, the best team in New Mexico. They did beat New Mexico, and I couldn't believe that. I
0: I hedged for a reason, believe me. Uh, But then we have what is going to be, if you're looking for a, where did it all go wrong for Mark Stoops? What What was the first nail in the coffin? Because I don't think it's the Florida game. The Florida game might just end up being, yeah, Florida's better than people thought this year. And again... No Kentucky coaches beat Florida in the last thirty years. In case you missed that, that's three zero
1: thirty. Um, wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be a loss to Southern Miss that really sort of started this, this spiral?
0: Yeah, the Southern Miss one. Yeah, but but let me. Yeah, let the, me give the you coffin this.
2: could have about nine nails in it.
0: Let me give you that's this. A of, there's a
2: lot of nails in
0: this coffin, man. Week four. <laughs> week four. If you want
2: to, if you want to pin a stoops down, you're gonna need
1: more than two nails.
0: Week four at home, Kentucky plays South Carolina.
1: Oh, you okay. no no now i'm morbidly curious yeah. six to five
0: <laughs> yeah i think i mean if if so if, nice. if mark stoops loses that game that means he's one in three assuming they beat new mexico state before they go on the road to alabama
2: good god so- why is that <laughs>
0: oh yeah Good Nick luck. Saban
2: was already mad about having to play one team from Kentucky.
0: Are there, are, there, are there any two in-state rivals so far apart right now as Kentucky and Louisville?
1: Can I just one quick recommendation yeah, for Kentucky? Please. Don't go to that game. Just don't which go.
0: one? Which one? Be more specific.
1: <laughs> that yeah, nation, I literally don't know, Bama put, or
2: Louisville. Which just, one, which, if put, you can only sit out one, which
1: one do you sit out? Bama. No, don't go. Yeah. No, that's that's gonna hurt. Definitely, no travel don't that.
0: to that game. Don't tr- go. No, don't sir. go to Tuscaloosa to watch Kentucky get its head caved in. No, no, I'm telling the team not to go. <laughs> <The team's> not <laughs> I thought this was now, a fan say, thing. Okay. No, no, well, of course I, they they were I, out uh, in week one. Bartle be the, the not, wild. Bartle be the wildcat. I would prefer not to Alabama. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
1: this isn't a forfeit.
0: I can't help
1: what mm-hmm. my decisions are going to become in other people's hands. Sure. I just think, in order to assert yourself against the arbitrary whims of the universe, your only ally is Will. And in this case, you need to have the will to just say, I'm going to skip the Alabama trip, pocket the savings, and pass them on to you, Kentucky fan. Amen. Okay.
0: Abstinence-only education doesn't have to just be about sex. <laughs> no! You can just
1: decide not to go to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part about this it would probably damage Alabama's strength of schedule irreparably yeah. because the only thing that well, they would got damage one free, they got one free game. They got one free game. Remember, free the game. only thing that could damage your strength of schedule worse than playing one of the worst Kentucky teams I've ever seen is not playing them. Hmm. Wow. Brilliant. Now that speaking is, that of, two, war, of that is
0: some that other... is some war game shit. Damn. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: Would you like to play a game, (laughs) Nick Saban?
0: Would you like to play UK? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I would. Bomb the hell out of them.
1: Yeah. Why don't you you just listen? Just sub out.
0: Damn, Matthew Broderick threw for 380 on Kentucky. He's old.
1: Louisville is the other program in the state of Kentucky. And if you were home Friday night, I hope you watch Lamar Jackson play football. Because Mm – I would like to read you his statistics. I don't care who he's playing, by the way. I don't. Because I will tell you the other running back, the other runner, in the backfield had 156 yards. That's pretty amazing. He didn't have four TDs, though. He didn't have 199 yards on the ground from the QB spot. He did not, in fact, hurdle a defender on the way to the end zone, which he pretty much just waltzed into at least twice. I mean, waltzed as in a beautifully timed classical dance step. He also passed for 411 yards and a
0: TD. Lamar Jackson is not human right now. Not in any sense of the word. Not at all. As you mentioned on Saturday, it could have been more.
1: It could have been way more. His, His receivers dropped, what, like eight passes? His receivers fumbled at least twice and dropped, like, I think, I can count, like, in my head, They dropped at least four passes that would have gone for like 150 yards, like big plays. They they were not nickel and diming against Syracuse. They were heaving the ball downfield. This is, without playing full games, by the way, and and taking a breather early, at this point, Lamar Jackson is, I I mean, the, the phrase video game numbers is a cliche, but no, this is with you on easy setting. When you've gotten the dynasty on NCAA five or six years in, and you can just take the pick of the litter and then cheat by making them your bonus player, right? Who has 99s and everything right now. He's thrown for seven TDs against one pick. He's got 697 yards passing. Okay. That's, that's impressive all by itself, but no, there's more because in addition to that, (laughs) God, this is ridiculous. He's got 318 yards rushing in two games and six TDs. He's a running back and a quarterback all by himself. And that's including the profile of a running quarterback. It's nuts. And I want to tell you too, Syracuse did not play that badly. They really didn't. Louisville's potentially terrifying, right my,
2: now. I think my favorite stat, probably my favorite stat for the whole season. I can't imagine anything topping this. Is he set out the whole second half of the Charlotte game? And ha ha ha! Yes, it's Charlotte. Well, okay, hang on. I'll get to that in a second. Um, so in his <laughs> yeah, yeah. first, in his first sixty minutes of the season, he put up thirteen touchdowns. The only team to come anywhere near that in its first sixty minutes was Ohio State, which had eleven. Ohio State has hundred and ten people. Lamar Jackson is one, um, and you know you can say, "Well, the competition." Well, okay, he's played two FBS teams. Yes, believe it or not, Syracuse is an FBS. Um, <laughs> you know, some teams have some teams have mm. played FCS teams. Man, we haven't you made know, our so Syracuse So he has played, has, has played harder competition so than half the country has, and. These are the numbers. He could probably sit out two weeks and still be the touchdowns leader. I think he's clinched the September Heisman Trophy.
0: Yeah. If you oh, do firmly, not get, yeah.
1: Yeah. If you do not get the chance uh, to watch him, change your life, alter something, quit a job.
0: I mean, you are going go watch to, him right now. You are going to get the chance to watch him this week coming yeah. up. We will, but we'll talk about that uh, later in the week. Hey, uh, can I share with you? The so how long did
2: we talk about Kentucky before Ryan breaks us off subject? Looks like 17 minutes. Okay, go ahead, Ryan.
0: I want to talk to you about the saddest thing that happened this the saddest group pair the saddest pair of people from this weekend in college football. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you both guess, and I already know you're gonna be wrong. Who do you think the saddest pair of people were this Saturday in the college football?
1: Pa- the saddest pair? Yeah. Vern and Gary.
2: Now we're talking about Kentucky.
1: They again.
0: were bored. They weren't sad.
1: Oh, sad. Uh, I'm going to go Gary Patterson. Okay.
0: And and the twin and. he absorbed in the womb that still lives. Yes, that's a good guess <laughs> as well. Quato. Yeah. Um. No. Here's the saddest pair of people in college football this weekend. Northwestern played <clears throat> oh. Northwestern played Illinois State at home. Northwestern lost to Illinois State by the score of 9 to 7. I'm on the ESPN page for for this game right now. And the first video in their carousel has the following ca- caption. Northwestern fan gets proposed to on the field. Oh And there is a picture of the woman who was proposed to holding, uh, uh, the screaming slash home aloning her face with her hands. And, and if you take it only in the context of she just got engaged, you're like, she's happy. But then if you just look a little bit up on this webpage and you see Illinois state nine Northwestern seven, you're like, no, she's not. No, she's not (laughs) this, this moment. I mean, look. Northwestern losing to Illinois State is something Northwestern fans have to carry with them forever. And that, and look, obviously Florida has its own version of this game, and you can't escape it. It is shingles. It lives inside you, even if it's dormant.
1: Flare flares up, but you know, if you get, especially if you get near FSU Twitter. But you, so know what, right you know what? You know,
0: you know what I didn't do during the Florida Georgia Southern game. You know what Spencer didn't do. You know what most Florida fans didn't do. <laughs> Tie that engaged? game to one of supposedly the happiest, most connected moments in your personal life. Like no, these what, were, what, what, two were, what people. were you
1: doing? What were you doing during that game?
0: I was not watching it.
1: I was That's in. Right. I was
0: in the office, not watching it, and not getting engaged.
1: Yeah, you, you know what I was doing? What? I was doing maybe the most appropriate thing for any Florida fan to do. I was drinking hard and doing <laughs> shots of doubles in Stillwater, Oklahoma. That's perfect. It came on, and I was like, okay, porn it. Let's do this.
0: But um, if if these if you know these two people, if they're out there, please send me their registry. I feel obligated to buy them a wedding gift, assuming they go forward with it, because I would not blame you if you said... Yeah, we got engaged on the day that Northwestern lost to Illinois State, and I feel like that's a sign that this is not a thing we should do—not right now.
1: And I, I would point out the Big Ten overall had a pretty decent week. We don't get to bag on them yet, as hard as we did the SEC in Week One. Right. However, because like, Pitt,
0: like... Pitt's a Big Ten team, right? <laughs> <clears throat> is it, right? Is
1: <laughs> it is now. It
0: is now. Maryland's out. Let's agree. Bye. Let's agree that Pitt has a Big Ten coach. He, he just may oh, not yeah. know it
2: yet. He's got an Italian name. He's got a Big Ten haircut.
0: Everyone yeah, kind of hates have, him. Like,
2: their entire playbook is just interesting runs.
1: Yeah, but they had to go to the SEC to get a quarterback. That'll be the ultimate shame. It's, not, the like ultimate the, it's shame. not like the
0: SEC was doing anything with him. No, <laughs> yes. no you put him out on the curb
1: yeah. for you to go home. Pat Narducey was like, You look cold, puppy. You want to come inside? You want to hand off a little? You want to hand it off? Oh, good boy. Good boy. <laughs> Bring it here. Give it back. Good. <laughs> good. That's good. Give it back. No, 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 no. Don't, no, no. Not no, over No, no, there. no. Dogs don't throw. Dogs don't throw. Dogs don't throw. Don't Yeah. Uh, Nathan Peterman threw three TDs. Didn't get over 100 yards passing, but that's fine because when you got James Connor and Quadri Henderson working behind you, oh, good things are going to happen. Pitt pit hail
0: hail to, to
1: pit it was spillymus indeed <laughs> because pit beats penn state 42 to 39 and my favorite thing about this uh and it is grand and i was guilty of it and in, in, I, I don't know if guilty is the right word complicit I was definitely complicit. Complicit, by the way, Penn State fans. You should look that up. Wow.
0: <laughs> and we're, yeah. we're going to get letters. Great. Thanks. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. My... Somehow. Woo. So, but yeah. Again, let's those
0: go, uh, to at Scott,
1: those go to bud.elliot. Scott, Scott at Faterno S-Pers. has
2: just tweeted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Family statement coming in.
1: By Mark Reisman on onwardstate.com. Penn State deserves a better rival than Pitt. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, this is amazing. <laughs> Two yeah. days
2: before the game,
1: <laughs> Pitt, in its current state,
2: is not a worthy rival for Penn State. <laughs> its current state is Pennsylvania, uh, in which it is the best college football team at the moment. So <laughs>
1: <clears throat> I'm just going to share a few highlights. But right now, any rivalry with Pitt feels one-sided. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> it does. It does right now. Certainly. Uh, here, this is the other thing. Uh, this is my favorite sentence. Again, while history isn't everything, to beat a school like Penn State, which has only had five losing seasons since World War II, and to play a team with five losing seasons since 2005, makes it feel like a win this week would be par for the course. And a loss, while embarrassing, would do nothing to prove Pitt is the better program. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hmm. might, need to, might need to check the, uh, check the theorems. Check, yeah. check the calculations there.
1: I <laughs> mean, I don't have a prestigious Big Ten degree, sir, but I think watching your defensive line get knocked three feet in the dirt by Pitt's O line for most of the game and be unable to defend a simple fly sweep out of the slot, I, I mean, it's a trend. Look. I'm just going to, it's the start of a trend.
0: Look, I know we're not looking ahead, and I know we already did this with Kentucky, but if you want a rival, to talk about for Penn State, you just gotta wait a week. They get to get that revenge matchup against Temple.
1: <laughs> Rutgers is right there. Rutgers what's what's right your recent there.
2: Maryland series? Penn State is it like one and one? Or, God. I know I know that's been a competitive rivalry as of late. Lots of options.
0: That I am I am I am gonna be feel so conflicted when Penn State goes to Michigan on September 24th. At this point.
1: Yeah, are they still honoring Joe Paterno before the Temple game?
0: I let's, let's move uh, on. Get, still I, on just, the schedule. Still yes. on the
1: schedule. Still on the schedule. Okay, I just <laughs> I'm not saying this fact. Still doing that. Okay, cool. Is it the Purdue game. Who knows? Um, yeah, Purdue. They're all the, the same. Way, who, Purdue, who also lost this week. God,
0: God bless them. Not important.
1: Um, Daryl, Daryl Daryl Hazel's on that eight year plan, but hey. Congratulations to Tommy Toverville. You didn't give Purdue that scalp. Spencer, I'm
0: I'm gonna ask you a question that specifically preys on Jason's absence for most of the most of the Saturday. Um what oh, is sure? the what is the one game that Jason or anybody else who didn't watch it just wouldn't understand based on just the final score? <laughs> um I have
1: several. Yeah. One, uh, TCU Arkansas, okay, and how it happened? Yeah. because if I just showed you the score forty-one thirty-eight, you'd say, shoot shootout." Nope, 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 nope. Not how this happened. It's a it's a, a, shoot, it's, a shoot,
0: it's a shootout where each side had several gun jams, several prolonged.
2: I, I believe that's called a shoot-in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that this was this was a game that was decided in large part by two huge haymakers thrown at the end, a blocked field goal, and a uh, an OT series where, by the way, we get to OT because Arkansas, this is why they're fun to watch Yeah, because they just kind of hate everything, and it's glorious. They're just big, fat, mean, and they're smartasses. Like, Brett was a complete smartass, and that's really fun to watch because for the two-point conversion – Austin Allen hands off to the running back and the running back, like it's on this crazy like reverse, right? Or an end around on the, like it's, you have to watch it. It's not, it's not a play that you would be looking at and call an obvious two point conversion play. Normally those are like good, like run pass option or sort of like quick, you know, pass uh, that the defense isn't quite ready for. Nope, this is like end around trick play. They throw to Austin Allen for the two point conversion. It's clearly designed to just piss you off. That's it. It wasn't designed because oh, it works. Yeah, it might work. Oh
0: yeah, none of it was like this is the, This gives us our best chance. Nope. No, just, it's, this is nope. this is the thing that will stick in your eye the longest. Hey, yo, watch this. It'll it'll burn. <laughs> You'll be so mad about Hold this. Hold on, I'm gonna oh. stick the switchblade in vinegar real quick.
1: <laughs> That's the best part about watching Arkansas play is that you get the idea that Brett Bielema wants people to look back at the game tape and just get madder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To just watch it and say, do <laughs> did you have to?" Yeah, he had to. He absolutely had to. He and Jim Harbaugh have that in common.
0: That's a hell of a football like, team over there, and the wounds won't close. I made sure of that. <laughs>
1: I, mean, <yeah. laughs> I respect them so much. I made sure to maim them.
0: I sewed an explosive yeah. inside yeah. their stomach. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, uh, I I went ahead and tattooed myself on their hind parts.
0: <laughs> it's
1: beautiful <laughs> their wives will really appreciate it be the most beautiful thing they've ever seen in their bedroom <laughs> that's that is exactly what this game was like and i like gary patterson gary patterson's gonna be mad about this game for the next decade oh, oh
0: but then you you've left out that it wasn't it wasn't as simple as arkansas has this crazy two-point conversion no they oh no this is like no. an eight
1: this is an eight-part saga yeah
0: what happened next Spencer?
1: So they have this two point conversion, right? And Cavante Turpin, who you should not kick to. And this is again why Arkansas is really likable. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, don't kick to him. It's it's dumb. Don't kick to him because he's brilliant. He's awesome. He had 126 yards receiving. He was electric. Uh, He had at least he had 136 yards uh, in kick returns alone, and he returns punts. You just don't. He's like 155 pounds. And he's just built of, like, discount lightning. He's amazing. And they kick the ball to him. Because Arkansas, in addition to being the kind of, like, super antagonistic, brawny, mean football team, sometimes they're not that bright. Which is one of the things that makes them really charming. They just kick the ball to the Cavante interpreter because they're like, Yeah, we can defend that oh shit, we can't. But and he gets they get the ball into field goal position. And then Ryan, who who how do they manage to block this field goal? With what tool and implement do they do this?
0: Oh oh they bring out nature's most awesome and terrifying athlete, the tall lineman. The
1: tall lineman reaches up. Is this the six ten guy? Yeah. <laughs> Dan Skipper. Yeah. They bring out Dan Skipper, who you saw last year being shoved down for uh, a penalty by uh, Robert Condici. Dan Skipper, who is 6'10", 319, pure Colorado muscle, uh, goes out there and and blocks the thing. And when they show Dan Skipper, Twitter lit up because they showed him on the sidelines, and it was instantly full of people going, yeah, that dude is 40.
0: <laughs> no way, he's not forty. Listen, he's sending back money to home. It's fine. He's just trying to settle settle down, put a little something away for the grandkids. Um,
2: like he's like he's never stopped growing.
0: Yeah, essentially, and it's
2: very, very, very slowly. Right. <laughs> when he's fifty, he'll be six eleven.
1: No, like like this is this is Brett Belamez, like the Hagrid of college football. Like you're an exotic and a huge beast. Mm-hmm. You should come live with me. <laughs> But yeah, that's how they that's how they managed to block it is with the 610 dude and the poor freshman kicker. Imagine this TCU's freshman kicker rolls out to do this and he looks up and he sees a 40 year old like he like,
0: kicked it into a tree. He he kicked it into a <laughs> damn tree. <laughs>
1: he sees a 40 year old Game of Thrones character like a Russian uh, uh, mafia uh, enforcer. He kicked into, it into an int. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like you're this freshman kicker who weighs, you know, 160 pounds. And you kick it into an end. You can't blame me. That's six ten. How am I going to kick? It? How am I going to kick over Dwight Howard? Got to How? hook it. Yes, yeah, yeah, I gotta. I gotta take this like a like a messy taking a free kick, man. I gotta put take a. Uh,
2: you take like a sand wedge, I think.
0: Yeah, I gotta. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta sort of lay it flat. Really, guess. you gotta
1: Chip, it, chip it over him.
0: You're not even trying to hit the ball. You're just trying to get under the ball.
1: Like if you have someone that tall, I think you should be legally permitted in football to kick off a platform or or that or pump fake. You should be able to pump fake with the leg
0: like,
1: oh, yeah, no, I mean, we should have a clock on it. Right. Five seconds. Right.
2: So maybe you do like it's a. um... You know, like you go to a basketball game and there's like the line of dudes jumping off trampolines and they're throwing the ball back, and you never know which one's going to actually dunk it. So you just have a yeah. row of kickers and We're they're just, all taking fake swings and you, you until just, he gets tired?
0: You just do it like the ki- like we do on kickoffs, where one guy runs up and takes the fake kick at it.
2: Yeah, the old fake onside kick.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and then you have like four people blocking. Right. That'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, this was this was a this was a whale of a game though. It was it, it was, was pretty good, and then the finale just ramped up to ludicrous so well done by both teams like both teams are fun to watch i liked tcu they kind of pissed away a lot of their chances in the first half in this and came back to bite them in the ass but both fun teams i i I have like early season i'm pretty much like i am with dogs you're like that's a good dog that's a real good dog too (laughs) unless you're kentucky it
0: pissed a little bit but it's new it's okay it's it'll learn that's what that's a good dogs do that's a good dog
1: you'll get it Here's a treat anyway. Yeah. Unless you're Kentucky. And I'm like, that's a bad dog. So, you need to send that to a sad, farm.
0: Sad dog. It's
1: different. Sad. <laughs> the, the saddest dog. Uh, any Anyone, by the way, Ryan, that you look at and you go, oh, man, before this goes over the horizon, please let us praise the fine work done by this team.
0: Um. And or, and or person. This is going to be weird.
1: Because you know, like the last 10 minutes of this podcast, yeah, just reserve, just reserved for hating. That's all we're going to do. Is absolutely hate on everybody who underachieved and just laid an egg. It, is it eggs. is it
0: okay that I don't have anything um, meaningful to say here? But Wake Forest is two and zero.
1: Yeah, the Deeks. Uh, <clears throat> can I can I ask you? Can, can I just if the viewer did not see it? Yeah. Uh the notoriously anemic Wake Forest offense, who outscored Tulane. Was it 7-3 seven three in the opener? Th-
0: seven three in the opener. Yeah.
1: Seven three in the opener, setting a torrid pace. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, they scored twenty four points, man. Slow
0: down, wait. They scored twenty four points. They had uh, almost four hundred yards of offense. Scored three Goodness. touchdowns on the ground. Are they ill? Had a sixty two yard catch. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I, I like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily have uh, have meaningful things to say about this. Uh, except, I am excited to see. Mr. Clawson get a job he is definitely not qualified for on the strength of uh, let's call it a six win Wake season.
1: Six six wins at Wake though, man, that'll although, get you a lot although, of jobs. Although, you know what? I think we get him the Tennessee job.
0: You know what game is now looming is very interesting: Wake versus Army on October 29th. Because
1: Army, Army's uh, also, also two
0: and Army beat no. Rice. They're two and well, Army last they, the, uh,
1: they got the Godfrey bump. So uh, they did.
0: I just want you, if you if you are a fan of a team that's not two and zero, and that's a lot of you out there, including Jason's uh, <laughs> Cal Bears, uh, you're worse than Wake and Army. Congratulations! I thought Let you were going to also... tell
2: all those folks to stop listening. All broke folks, get out the mentions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. only rich. Oh, folks your team not two and zero. Can't relate. Yeah, don't know what. Sorry, can't imagine what that's like. Yeah, um, but Sorry, also don't, yeah, don't. also we will mention yeah, Cal lost San Diego State. Boom.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. What do you got? What do you got? What do
2: you got? What do you got? got? Uh, Well, we already we already discussed this on Twitter. As noted, um, losses that count after AP voters are asleep do not actually count. So Cal is one and zero. Sure,
1: I take I take pride in being the only Heisman voter who actually watches West Coast football. I dare you to prove me wrong.
0: Although that is also that is also that
2: will be.
1: The, the evidence will be when,
2: like, a, a Hawaii player has a Heisman vote.
0: The fact that Spencer is the only one who watches West Coast football is also why we didn't record this podcast on time today. So there's that. That's true.
1: It's definitely true. Because, hey, it's not my fault that the Pac-12 plays really long football games, and they kicked it 10. They did. Okay. They kicked it 10. They
0: did. Um,
1: th- Speaking of uh, yeah. one of those games that kicked where, it where you, 10, by the way, where, if we're just going to go ahead. Where, where also handing start? out plaudits. Uh, Kalen Calen Balage. Whew.
0: So many yeah. touchdowns.
2: All-time college football record for times entering the end zone during a game. Tied it.
1: Yes, and he did it in one of my favorite fashions, which was vulturing credit yardage from a teammate. But, like, the best. Because they actually, like, Arizona State not only had uh, had him carrying the ball, but they had Richard carrying the ball as well.
0: Oh, yeah, Richard,
1: yeah. And uh, so they he would, you know, take some of the carries. And then they just kept giving the ball to him because he's in the goal line. They have a package set up for him and and they just hand it off to him. It was like some serious, great Mike Allstott style. In fact, Kalen Balaj only had 13 carries.
0: <laughs> but, but but thanks to a 75 yard run, he averaged 10 and a half yards on those carries.
1: That's right. Demario Richard actually like Demario Richard had 30 carries 30, which if man, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. And he had zero TDs. (laughs) They kept giving it to Balazs at the goal line. That's my favorite. It's like, thank you for getting us this far. We're going to finish him off. Balazs, let's bring in Balazs for this. So, yeah. Nonetheless, a stellar record. A great achievement, even if you're doing it against Texas Tech. Remember, you can say that in college football. It's a great thing that you did, even if you were playing Texas Tech's defense when you did it. So, well done, Kalen Balazs. Also, I would like to shout out... The Mighty Buffalo. I don't know if you've seen this, but if you're familiar with how bad Colorado has been, Colorado is 2 0 right now. With a win over bitter rival Colorado State, yes. And with the outmanned, I believe, Idaho State this week. But nonetheless, that's 2 0, Colorado. We're going to get to six. Your team might be. We're going to get you to six wins. Idaho State, yes, they beat them 56 7. But but Cepha LaFau, I'm already prepared. I've talked about this on Twitter before, but Cephal Lafau, I'm remembered. I'm prepared to remember you as way better than you ever were, just because I liked you. I love college quarterbacks like that. You're like, oh man, that guy. That guy's incredible. Cephal Lafau. Can't believe he wasn't successful in the NFL.
0: Also not two and uh Arizona. Although it's not because they lost this week. They just needed a. uh um, they tried. They just needed uh-huh. uh, 28 unanswered points in the second half to beat Grambling. By 10
2: nearly is... a banner day for hbcus as uh north carolina a&t knocked off kent state and i think quadruple overtime after a lightning delay that
0: sounds
2: right yeah this that's weird. that's the way you're
1: gonna beat kent state son
0: you yeah need lightning.
2: You, you have to use the lightning against them yeah somehow somehow they're weak against lightning you never expect that
1: uh any other any other plaudits or positives before we move on to my
0: favorite thing hayden now let's just let's just start hayden
1: Oh man, I have so much hate to direct toward Georgia.
0: So much. <laughs> I have I have some def- defenses of Georgia to offer.
2: Uh, that's good because Georgia doesn't. Woo
0: yeah. woo!
2: Wow. Look yeah. at that donk.
0: Yeah, I don't. Nick yeah, Chubb had eight. Much. Nick Chubb had eighty yards against Nichols.
1: Nichols. No, I know
0: Nichols. And Nichols. that's not like oh, Nick Chubb played. You know, had nine carries and then went out because he tweaked a hamstring or something. That's on nope. tw- that's on 20 touches.
1: Yeah, they needed him. Yeah, formerly Nichols State, a place that does have, admittedly, uh, transfers, people who didn't make it out of the programs, uh, some unheralded local talent. Sure, sure, sure. Nichols State uh, – Nichols, sorry, formerly Nichols State has that. Sure. Uh, at one point they were leading Georgia. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Not a not a good FCS program, to be clear.
1: No, no, this is not Richmond beating UVA, right? This is not Eastern Washington beating Washington State. This is not you and I beating Iowa State. No, no, no. This is Georgia, ranked nine, nine in the country, struggling with the Nichols Colonels, <laughs> yeah. and probably like and probably by the way like it had. Had they not had some quarterback issues I don't know might might have won this game Nick Chubb struggled I mean and if, I don't know if if Nichols,
0: if Nichols gets a third down stop at the end of the game they they at least get a chance to kick a field goal and beat Georgia at home which oh I don't know I we're, don't know man we're not playing we're not
1: we're not playing this and Nichols by the way this is in Athens
0: yeah just in case, just in case <laughs> it was not a road game unclear.
1: at the the Nickel
2: Dome. Um, right. here, so, <laughs> so here dome.
0: here's the defense to offer if you're a perplexed Georgia fan. Um, three of the four Nichols scoring drives started at or inside the Georgia 30, and it's hard if you're a defense to keep a team off the board in that uh, instance. That said, possession is not awarded by randomly throwing dice. And deciding where a team is going to start, there is a reason they started uh, with with such wonderful field position on multiple drives, including late in the game. So there's also that.
1: It, yeah, it, it just the... it
0: feels. I really appreciate that. It feels like nothing has changed at Georgia. This is yeah, this is for- such this is a like. I feel like I'm in a an art heist movie, and this is where we're like, oh, this isn't a mark Richt, but whoever did this is like copycatting him perfectly.
1: Yeah, we need to like, find look, this mastermind.
0: Look, look at the brush strokes. You see? They're just they're a little heavy, but it's definitely reminiscent of early Rickt.
1: Definitely <laughs> picture
2: Kirby Smart as a heavy painter.
1: <laughs> Not
2: yeah, I don't know. be a lot of light light dabbling.
1: <laughs> does this does this also go for who we always said Kirby Smart probably resembled more than anybody else? I don't know, barely beating inferior competition at home while struggling offensively wow
0: leaning on huh. defense yeah special teams Never. didn't play super well yeah
1: got the same yeah. haircut you got yeah. the same butt cut even though you make millions of dollars a year you still got a trash haircut hey let's talk about south carolina mississippi state yeah that's right mississippi state lost it lost to south alabama Last you, week.
0: You will see this no. in uh, EDSBS, the magazine, which will be up by the time you see this podcast. South Carolina upped its offensive point total this uh, week and yet lost instead of one. So I think the answer there is keep going down. Keep trying to instead of trying to score more more <laughs> points, try to score fewer points and see if you can win 3-0. That happens. You can win 2-0. I feel like.
2: South Carolina is in a game of Street Fighter Two, starting or is it Mortal Kombat, where you start at the bottom and work your way up the ladder? Yeah. And like they've they found their ceiling already. They started with <laughs>
0: they,
2: they 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 started with they you beat know, glass shot um,
0: jo- they beat glass Joe. That's that's the best analogy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. They beat glass glass Joe and then they lost to uh, the the French guy. And right. okay, well now you need the game, Jeannie. South mm-hmm. Carolina and uh, you, you you can't afford it. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, that would be. By the way, the the score at half was twenty four zero, twenty four zero. Twenty four to zero. I, I so, wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yeah, and they put in Brandon McIlwain, and he's there. He's their running quarterback, and uh, he was slightly
0: slightly better. I did enjoy but, yeah. how many tweets Spencer and I got that were like, "Oh God, this is what it's like." We were like, "Yeah, <laughs> They weren't. <laughs> we, we weren't." To- listen. Are Spencer and I melodramatic man babies? Absolutely. We weren't making shit up, though. No. It's not like like I've watched Oregon games with Dan Rubenstein, and he'll piss and moan even if Oregon wins by 25 because they didn't win by 45. Because that's how he is, and that's fine. We didn't make up any of this shit. Like, I remember walking into the office to see that Florida needed to block a punt to beat Louisiana Lafayette at home. That, that sticks in my mind. I can never be rid of it. I can't get, I can't I can't get it out. Help me get yeah, it I out. This, I mean, we are, we are cowards,
1: and we lack fortitude and, and courage and the ability to endure, but you know what we like, are?
0: Like all podcasters.
1: That's right, but, but you know what we aren't? Inaccurate. No, that's, well, that's how it's going to be. No, no one ever a, changes. No I'd one say ever not learns. liars,
2: not liars. No, the bear, not liars. The bear. <laughs> not like, not there
1: true. are inaccuracies on <laughs> this program. That's right. <laughs> there we are did, several inaccuracies. We did
0: not run into that burning building to save those children, but we were right about how hot it was. It's very hot. It
1: was, exactly. <laughs> this, it'll be truthy. Let me tell you, uh, no one ever learns, no one ever improves, no one ever changes, and everyone keeps making the same mistakes over and over again. That's Will Muschamp at South Carolina. Enjoy it. It's gonna suck.
0: It might also be Washington State.
1: Yeah, might might also be Washington State. Who, who they coughed up another the end of this game, and I, and I wrote a note to myself that I would try to explain this at one point to the rest of the world who fell asleep. That Washington <laughs> Washington State got the ball back with, God, they got the ball back with a lot of time, at this uh, like. I want to say a minute, at yep. least a minute and a half. Which, which in about. Washington
0: State offensive time, it is was like two days. Well,
1: to set
2: it up, it was what did Boise State do? They uh, they had plenty of time to march down the field some more, and then they just ah fuck it, heaved it into the end zone, and everyone just said what the what the fuck was that? You yeah, give and, Washington State and, all this time, what are they going to do? With pick,
1: it? and got picked. Yeah, like they all they needed to do was run the clock out, and instead Boise State heaved the ball up for no goddamn reason. They get picked, so Wazoo gets the ball back. Aha. Uh-huh. With 53 seconds. Needing a field goal at their own 20 after the touchback.
0: Field goal, Ample tie, time. Touch, touchdown to win. Yep,
1: Touchdown to win, field goal, tie, 53 seconds, and two timeouts. Ample time to get this to happen. And uh, at one point, Mike Leach just fell asleep.
0: What What's really fun yeah. about this is if you look at the play-by-play on ESPN right now, it's totally borked. This is what it says. 1st and 10 at the Washington State 40, 53 seconds left. Washington State completes a pass for 8 yards. 2nd and 2, 53 seconds left still. Uh, They complete a pass again for 8 yards, get a 1st down. 1st and 10, 53 seconds left still. Uh, Complete pass for no gain. 2nd and 10, 53 seconds still on the clock. Pass incomplete. 3rd and 10, 53 seconds left on the clock pass complete for nine yards, and then it says, with four seconds left on the clock, there's a Washington State timeout. So if you just go based on this, you're like, wow, Wazoo really was moving the ball quick, and then they let 49 seconds run off the clock for no reason after a nine-yard pass on first down. Now,
1: I will tell you, that's what it felt like. (laughs) That's not accurate, but that's what it felt like, because I actually thought, if you were watching the game, you thought Washington State was going to just let the clock run out without getting another play. And instead, they insanely take, they waste all of this time, let it run off, and then take a timeout with four seconds left. And then, the pip of all pips, there's a lot of discussion and argument. And the refs go, no, I'm sorry. Can you reset it to five? <laughs> reset it to five not that one second doesn't make a difference alabama fans but still
0: hey zero seconds makes a difference if you're an oklahoma state fan so uh-huh,
1: uh-huh.
0: but we, we we will get the, we will get there um because spencer as bad as that was it wasn't the worst clock management of saturday that honor belonged to yukon uh, yeah yukon yukon <laughs> yukon boston which, college which... the end of their game against navy Home. UConn
2: uh, just declined to win.
0: I mean... They,
2: they just got to the goal line and then said, actually,
1: we're fine. So, um, at, the, at, the, at the goal line, your right. options are, with
0: no timeouts, right? With no, no timeouts, timeouts, 17 seconds to play, second and goal at the Navy 1. Your options are, uh, spike it, you know? It doesn't help you, but it also doesn't hurt you because almost no time comes off the clock. Um, a, lot of, what else? A, lot of, a lot
1: of there's a lot of there's a lot of passionate discussion on whether you should or shouldn't do that. However, everyone agrees that it is an option and it yes, probably wouldn't have hurt you.
0: Either. Uh you can kick a, you can do a fake field goal. It won't work because Navy will say, "Wait, you there's no way you're actually kicking a field goal, but maybe, I don't know, it's interesting. It's worth trying." Yeah,
1: again. It's a stupid idea, but it's relatively harmless um, compared you- to what Compared to what you could do.
0: Yeah. You could throw the ball as hard as you can into the stands. Also not productive, but won't won't likely run 17 seconds off the clock, and you'll get another shot. These are all terrible ideas. And they're better what they're better than what Yukon did.
1: Which yeah. is run and what, for
0: no gain and the clock just ran out. Just just dwindled away.
1: Yeah. My favorite part of this. OK, is this the game recap every now and then, by the way, you read a game recap and you go, man, AP Stringer, whoever put this together, you did a you did a magnificent job with like glorious understatement.
0: Oh, yeah. These are the it, people you want to speak at, like your shitty uncle's funeral. Be like, well, yeah, Uncle David was a mean drunk, but there were times when he slept. <laughs> he was an uncharitable man, but but he was also he was- poor.
1: He was also vindictive and poor. Uh, yeah, this is it. UConn runs the play; the running back goes into the pile. He goes nowhere, and then, no lie, there is confusion. And at the five-second mark, UConn just begins shuffling off the field, just yeah. like leaving. Like, oh well. And this is this is the st- this is the quote. Okay. After Johnson, this is the UConn running back, was thrust into his own backfield, the midshipman had no intention of letting him return to the line of scrimmage. Am I being (laughs) detained? We practiced that, linebacker Daniel Gonzalez said. You just lay on the guy until the ref pulls you off.
0: Well,
1: here's Huskies. I'm sorry, there's one thing you need to hear. Yeah. Huskies coach Bob Diaco was at a loss to explain what transpired on the (laughs) Connecticut sideline. During the game's final seconds, he talked about the uncertainty of where the ball was placed, whether a pass call was a better call than a run, you think? And then the timeout call, because the play clock was about to expire. And I quote, I am not complaining or making excuses. I take full (laughs) accountability. Diaco is just done with this yeah,
0: just just sign the police report uh, yep yeah, it's my fault i'll call the insurance company you're right here's but here's what here's what's super confusing about this it, it i could almost understand this if connecticut had been running the ball all over navy and they were sort of like you know we don't have a lot of confidence in our passing game we feel like this is our best shot yeah kind of is one shot and and it might fuck us in that regard even then, it's like, just pass it, and you still have another down to run it on. But this is what Connecticut's offensive day was. Connecticut rushing. 34 carries for 90 yards. That's less than 3 yards a carry. Passing the ball, they went 24 of 27 for almost 10 yards a pass. Like, I... Why?
1: Mm-hmm. Why? It's a good thing Bobby Shacko's pretty.
0: Bob Diaco, is super
1: pretty man. Man, he is like Jimmy Garoppolo, handsome. He's an extremely I, handsome man. I have a
2: question about a game. Okay, um, that, that I didn't see. Clemson.
1: What the fuck? <laughs>
2: um, uh, tomorrow morning around the time this, up, Bill Bill C will have written sort of the uh, one perspective. But but give me what what y'all think. I happened. mean, the good news uh, for
0: the good the honest good news shit, for Clemson is plug. is that it could have been worse. They turned the ball um, over three times in this game. And even though it was a close game, not a single point that Troy put up came off of turnovers. They had to earn all of them.
1: Yeah, and in addition to that, Troy got jobbed on a fumble return.
0: I mean, there was there was that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could have been it could it was a basically like I think a fourteen point swing. At that point in a game where points were really hard to come well, by. It was
0: it was the Texas Iowa State thing, basically. From what, two, three years ago?
1: That yeah. bad? No, I, I'll mean, tell you I this. mean,
0: it was roughly that bad, yeah, in terms of like what happened and whether or not the play was whistled dead and what should have trained. Yeah, it was it was close, I would say.
1: Also, I don't know if I don't know if Watson's pressing or not, or if he just doesn't feel comfortable or what, but um, been a little sloppy thrown like picks and looks like he's pressing at times still capable of making beautiful throws Threw a beautiful touchdown pass uh, but Clemson's making mistakes like like Ray Ray McLeod Ray McLeod totally did the I flipped the ball at the one yard the line.
0: Deshaun Jackson he did that And not he even at the, the yeah. one it was like as close as you can get without being in yeah it was oh. on a punt return I think here's what I think I think Clemson was distracted because Troy's logo, the sort of like sword tee thing, looks like a golf tee. And they were all like, Oh man, I'd love to get out man. there and just
1: what I wouldn't I could, give to be out this, on the links.
0: I got this new hybrid, I just love to just oh, crack that puppy take, open.
1: Yeah, I could take the big birthday out there, and maybe get a couple beers in me. It'd be
0: good. You know, my short game's gotten a lot better. Hell of a lot better. That's where that's where you shave strokes, man. That's where and that's what Clemson was doing, going low.
2: I like the idea that Clemson players, upon commitment, like just immediately love golf. <laughs> like they they go from like listening to Future to listening to Jimmy Buffett just immediately yeah. somehow.
1: <laughs> I think they're still in the stage where they listen to Future on the golf course, right? That sounds fine. I mean, that sounds pretty. I I would do that if I
2: was ever on a golf course. I mean, I guess.
0: the good news is the Clemson defense is still really, really good. Yeah, it, it really mean, is. Is, I mean, is it?
2: Mean, it's kind of a lot of points. That's
1: a Yeah, lot of point. Man, yeah no, that's... but they,
0: I mean, they held, they, Troy went two of 15 on third down. Like they, they did break one really nice play for a touchdown, but overall I, I absolutely through two games, if there's a side of the ball that I am not worried about at all for Clemson, it's the defense. The defense still looks really, really good.
1: I would also like to point out a couple of mediocrities, uh, Virginia tech. I know you're working on stuff. I know, I know, it's it's underway. But man, after fumbling the ball a mess in their first game against Liberty, they did it again against Tennessee and just handed Tennessee. Like Tennessee's got forty five points on the board, but if you check Bill C's analysis, uh Tennessee looked out they looked out hard. They got the ball in good spots throughout this game. Josh Dobbs, can I do you happen to know how many passing
0: yards he had? Ninety one, I wanna say. Ninety one. Yeah on 19 attempts.
2: It was yeah. two for a really long time, right? I saw that tweet a lot.
0: It just, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've worn this one out on wake up college football already. Josh Dobbs is the senior that you're most like, man, this guy looked great for a sophomore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man.
0: You know, a couple more like, years with it no. under in this system. And he's really just going to get it clicking. He's got, he's got the, the pure athleticism. I mean, the way he runs the ball once he, Once he learns how to make the – I mean, is it possible – can Tennessee win a game where they have to throw the ball?
1: I don't think so. And honestly, watching Josh Dobbs run for his life uh, against Virginia Tech, I feel really good about the Florida game. I do. Like straight up, I'm like if he keeps throwing across his body and our defensive line is as good as I think they are and is like seven deep, and the second uh, and, the sec-
0: and the secondary's good and ball hawking and yeah it's... yeah i don't know if you have to do all that much on
1: offense because they're just gonna give you the ball i mean kinda, like i like him I,
0: I i'm worried i mean he's got crap beat out of him. between florida the road game and a&m and they have some mean guys on the defensive line alabama obviously like what, miles garrett yeah
1: miles garrett for no that's a bad that's I don't want to see that when you're like, oh, man, I want to watch Miles Garrett work on Josh Dobbs. No, I don't. (laughs) No, thanks. No, Don't go. (laughs) Save the money. Pull a Kentucky on Alabama. Just don't go to that.
0: It's weird. I mean, I will say Tennessee's offensive line played better and the defense, you know, the defense is still pretty solid. Yeah. Jalen Hurd is still a nightmare. It's it's basically like, hey, go tackle this Ford Arrow star. Cool. Have fun. Um, yeah, Jalen Hurd, Jalen Hurd is painful. He's a great running back. But but this offense is still so one side. They I just whew, I don't know, man. It, I, I, also, I, like, I really like question Dobbs, how they can do this.
1: Yeah, and and, and how many turnovers did the Virginia Tech have in this game? They had five, five. Five. Five to Tennessee's one. So is this is this result indicative of anything? No, Virginia Tech's gonna be real good come November when they actually get their ball hand like they were pulling stuff on that like they were pulling stuff like not having their ball handling down right on like basic fakes and motions and stuff that'll fall in line if they didn't have five turnovers i'm pretty sure virginia tech would have won this game that's a big statement when you go well if they didn't have five turnovers (laughs) but they looked a lot of times they looked like a team with like more potential with tennessee you go i Josh Dobbs is still throwing full flat across his body and not well. Not like Pat Mahomes where you're like, that's all they've got. He can throw across his body and you just do it because he's an improv wizard and you let him do it and that's the kind of offense you play. No, Dobbs is just heaving like arm punts across the field. And that that won't work. That won't work considering they play two teams I know can make them pay for that. That's Florida Oh, and Alabama. God. Yeah, this, uh, I, this was not... By the way, the coolest part about this game was Bristol because when you watch what was on the field, you're like, I just see trouble for both of these teams.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that, And that's without a race going on around the track as um, a, a m- massive missed opportunity,
1: as I understand.
0: Let's talk about what the hell happened with Central Michigan and Oklahoma State.
1: Uh. Yeah, so rules are rules, except when they're not. Because they got a free play. You, you, and, and as I've always said, don't give Central Michigan a free play. That's true. Because they'll take advantage of that,
0: it. Those were John Quincy Adams' dying words. Yeah. So this
2: was Maction refs with big tw- hashtag Big12Refs uh, replay booth. Is that yeah, the combo? That is correct, that, yes. That is deadly. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, and they totally... I mean, there, there. This is a surprisingly multi-layered thing because if you didn't watch, it, it's hard to explain, um, on their last offensive play of the game, Oklahoma State, leading by, uh, leading by four, I believe at that point, throws mm-hmm. the ball, just just drops back, throws the ball as high and as far out of bounds as they can on fourth down. Clock expires while the ball is in the air. It is ruled rightly, uh, intentional grounding, and the refs confer and they say, well, because the game cannot end on a accepted penalty by the, I guess by the defense in this case, that means Central Michigan should get the ball and should get an untimed down. That was wrong according to the letter of the rule, right?
2: Yes. Whatever. Whatever they said on the field was wrong. Yeah.
0: Whatever they said on the field was wrong, and they immediately a- admitted so afterwards. A- and the Big Twelve replay comes in because this is one of the limited areas in which they have the, I guess, authority to step in and tell the MAC officials, "Hey, you screwed it up, and it's not. They're they're actually not supposed to get a play here at all." It is a little weird because it does seem odd that. Oklahoma State can intentionally end the game on a penalty. That's not usually – the rules are usually written to specifically preclude that. Um, But that is the rule, and they – man, they fucked it up bad. They fucked it up real bad.
2: It almost feels like they got the spirit of the rule right then, right? I mean, the the letter of the rule is wrong, but –
0: There's that, and there's – I mean, look, there is also the fact that, yes, if Oklahoma State – manages to actually defend this hook and this deep hook and ladder hail Mary, which was awesome to watch live, especially because everybody, including central Michigan's official Twitter account had already said, Oh, the game is over. And Oklahoma state won. um, it was great to watch, but if they stop that play, we are having this conversation in a much different context. That's a cop out, but it's true. Here's the other thing. If you didn't watch this game, the go-ahead touchdown for Oklahoma State was, I believe, scored on fourth and goal uh, from, like, the two or the three or something. A flag was thrown for holding, and then I saw something I can't recall seeing in any college football game. The officials huddled, talked for, you know, 30 seconds, and then picked up the flag for holding. I don't know how or why that happens. I've nev- I, I don't get it at all.
1: Also,
2: Maybe these were like intern refs.
0: Well, no college credentials.
1: Just, just send them to Stillwater. Nobody will notice. it will be fine.
2: Mm-hmm. I um the uh the Hail Mary hook and hook and lateral play, it was the exact same to the quarterback and and tall receiver who caught it and lateraled it. The same from the Bahamas Bowl Hail mm-hmm. Mary two yeah. years ago. Roger Sherman pointed that out today. Like it, I think if you're playing CMU at this point, you should know what's coming.
1: This is just proof, by the way, that excellent starts at the Bahamas Bowl, I and mean, it just moves forward. What well, former PJ, PJ the Fleck Bahamas knows Bowl. that?
0: PJ Fleck knows that. P- hey, man, living P- proof, P- living proof of although, that. Okay? Although, although, but- although that Northwestern win does go down in value this week, unfortunately. So.
2: Um, God damn it. PJ Flick's playoff value is sinking. <laughs> uh Look
0: what is you it, fucking
2: did Northwestern.
0: So here's here's the thing I don't understand. Every like the the conventional wisdom seems to be, well, you can't overturn the result because this is just how it works and yeah, the ref's fucked up and it wasn't even like a judgment fuck up. It was a you read the book wrong fuck up. Um but everything stands. Central Michigan wins. If Central Michigan tomorrow we were like oh it turns out their quarterback was academically ineligible everybody will be like well then that result can't stand at all i mean we have we to gotta, give that win to oklahoma gotta, state like it's very it's very fucking strange to me how this is a sport where so many teams throughout its history have seen wins change to losses and this is like
1: this is like if you were actually like if you weren't covered by insurance for a surgery you died during right. you got to come back or you couldn't come back but like if the doctor committed malpractice, they're like, "Nope, sorry, yep, we'll bring you back." It's fine. Um, yeah, it's yeah, just, I, it's just
0: odd. It's just odd. I mean, we took a damn Heisman trophy away from somebody, but when the refs bungle something this badly, we're like, "Nope, sorry." The result, the result is uh, is pure and perfect, and we can't. It's not even like to me. It's not the Duke Miami ending because that was a bunch of judgment calls that they fucked up. This also, was like it, was, it just also, shouldn't have it was happened. Hilarious. Well, yeah, that's the Duke, the Duke I'm Duke
1: always Miami I'm University. always OK with, you know, that was that was probably the wrong call, but yeah. the outcome was side splitting. Yeah, yeah. just going to let it stand. Yeah, yeah
2: cool. There, this is a sport with many inconsistencies, including like when a game actually counts or not. Um, those of us who think anything that happens on the field is sacred and should count no matter what would oppose, um, you know, uh, rescinding wins later on. and would also say, hey, if the refs fucked up, that's part of the game. Weather happens, fumbles <laughs> happen, injuries happen. If refs are terrible, I mean, I, I don't know. Guess you should have scored more points. Earlier. I just, I That's just wonder, is there any,
0: more points. is there any level of fuck up where it would be so egregious that we would say no, that doesn't count? Like, if, if a running back ran into the end zone without the ball, he never had the ball in the first place, <laughs> and the refs signaled touchdown. Would we be like? And on replay, they were like, "Yeah, we're upholding it. There's not enough evidence to overturn the fact that he didn't have the ball."
2: See, I was and, and, to and call. there were people pointing at the ball back at the ten.
0: <laughs> right, like at that point, would we say no? That's too far.
2: Hmm. No, that sounds. I mean, I think if that happened, we uh, we would do a really good post on it and get a lot of traffic. <laughs> so, okay.
1: Yeah, I would. I would call. I always wanted to call a play where you threw the hail mary, and no matter what happened with the hail mary, right? A guy celebrated like he had caught it and then <laughs> and then threw his shoe in the stands like it was the ball, just to see if you could ball fake the ref into signaling touchdown and then just run off the field. Just Jeez,
2: so the whole bench sprints after that guy and chases him into the locker
1: room. Like, Yeah, exactly. Your, and you get on the coach bus is, and you Your coach
2: go. is pre-doused. Like, your coach douses himself in Gatorade. And the rest look at the coach like, well, I mean, Kentucky's not in this <laughs> game. They wouldn't... Who would prematurely douse a coach? If not so, Kentucky, uh,
0: so, listen, so they I'm were confident. Much, I just, so. I just went with them. They, they carried themselves like they won. The, that should count. The most important actually
2: part of my, my favorite rule proposal, which is like when it's a, a, a dead ball foul or something like you know, where it, it, it was this a pass or a fumble? Just go with what the players think mm-hmm, happened. Mm-hmm. Like if we don't know if it was an incompletion or a fumble, well, did the players run and pick up the ball? Like did they all, you know, it, 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 did in in their course of uh immediate
0: analysis did they think the ball was live then okay it's it's, live. it's very philosophical it's reality is what we all agree it is yeah my
1: favorite part of this play is that we need somebody to be the ball thief we need somebody to take the actual ball and hide it so you need one person who's immediately going to take that ball and then disappear <laughs> just leave the premises right do
2: you just do you just have a, a large lineman fall on it,
1: yeah, just on he's on it just,
2: pretend he's cramping <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, that's. I would give him the piesman for that. Can I close with maybe the least and most important game of the week, which is Alabama committing the most penalties it has committed in three years? Ooh, yeah.
2: Which I think been- uh, Sabin's lost lost control of program discipline. Could be right. the end of
1: the dynasty. Are you sure? Might want to might want to step well, it up. He, and,
0: this one. I mean, look, they brought in Sarkeesian. Look what happens.
1: Mm. Uh, right out, right out the window there. U- USC uh, this, East here. This was a game. <laughs> this was a game where. I like uh, that's not South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Fight on! <laughs> but yeah, this was this was Nick Saban saying that this is as unhappy as he's ever been after a victory. Uh, this was a thirty-eight that's a high bar. First of all, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a high bar. This is for second of all. This was a thirty-eight ten win over like a Western Kentucky offense. It's awesome. This they is did. a
2: win that will boost your playoff resume by the end of the season, and he's unhappy about the twenty-eight point win.
1: Furious. So furious that he completely tore Lane Kiffin a new one on the sidelines. Which uh which of course everyone immediately begins to uh wonder and conspiratize about, you know, oh man, what's he what's he saying to Lane Kiffin? I'm like, well he's 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 probably telling him how bad he is at his he's, job.
2: He's calling him an asshole.
0: Job.
2: Yeah. yeah was, a, after the game, they said, what were you discussing <laughs> or arguing? And he said, we weren't arguing anything. I was chewing his ass. <laughs> Which, that's there's a visual for you. <laughs> the, it might it have been. It's also West Virginia for, you know, just uh, chewing ass.
1: I, I do enjoy this, that that when you knock out a quarterback uh, in your Alabama, they don't say that he knocked him out. They say this. Western Kentucky quarterback Mike White left late in the third quarter. Like bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta I got a go. Oh, boy, I got a thing. I got a test in the morning. Yeah,
1: this is Have you
0: seen what they're doing out there?
1: That's Yeah, that's enough of that. Listen, man. I'll be over here.
0: Listen. Early exit was good enough for Brandon Harris.